when you go through and you find your goals, you may say, look, if I have only $25,000 to invest, where can I put it that will accomplish my goals? Like that's 25,000 that I don't need back. I don't need any income on. Then you can look at certain types of investments and funds that don't have cash. If you're a residential real estate agent earning $200,000 a year and you want to grow your passive income, this show's for you. Learn the secrets other agents use and hear from experts in our field in order to guide you along your journey to investing in assets like apartment communities so that you can turn your commissions into cash flow. I'm Randall McCleared. Let's go, baby. All right. Welcome back. I'm your host, Randall McCleared. This is Agents Building Cash Flow. Let's dive right in. I wanted to uh, kind of cap off what we had been talking about. I've been going through and talking to a bunch of operators in the space, in the multifamily space. And then I went down this road of kind of getting you into your first steps, right? Like what are the five things you could do that are free that you could actually go out and start working on now that would get you on your way to investing in any kind of asset, right? I was going to go down the road of actually producing a full like coaching program where you could actually go in and get these documents and do all these things. I don't think that's not a great use of my time or yours because it's not going to tell you how to invest into large multifamily deals. And so while I have all of those documents, if you are interested in that, please shoot me a comment. I'm happy to to share that information with you just as a value add because it is a great stepping stone to build your capital reserves in order for you to actually invest in some deals like what we are working on and talking about here. So that said, what I've done now is I'm bringing on some experts who are in the field who can really speak to what it looks like once you start investing in these deals. So I'm bringing on a cost segregation specialist. He is phenomenal. And so you're going to want to listen to that episode. Um, His name is Yona Weiss. And then I'm bringing on a securities attorney so that you can really see like what is going to be in the documents. What am I signing? What am I actually looking at? And so these solo episodes, what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of go through. And now that hopefully you did go, you haven't already downloaded your personal financial statement. You haven't downloaded you know, your cash flow statement. It was super simple. But if you haven't done those things, there's a link below. It's called commissions to cashflow.com. Just go to that and just get those documents so that you can actually download them because it's going to serve you going forward no matter what you are investing in. It's really basic stuff, but I find that a lot of people I've talked to just are living. We're just going through it and we're just in, you know, investing here or there, doing what we do without actually having a long-term plan or having given it any thought and living intentionally. And so once you do those things and you have those items outlined, then it's really good to go and actually start making some investment goals. And so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go through, this is going to be a four-part series again. The first one, we're going to talk about investment goals, right? Second one, we're going to talk about investing in a fund, and they're all going to be talking about investing in a fund because that's the ultimate goal is to put your money into a fund and have that fund be able to operate and buy properties for you so you don't have to do any of the work, right? And so we're going to talk about your investment goals, a fund structure, what a fund is and how it's structured, and then fund managers, what their role is and what they do. And then we're going to wrap it up with fees and just talk about fees in general that you will see on either a syndication, a fund, or any deals like the ones that we're talking about quite heavily on all of these deals. We're proud to be sponsored by Ridgeline Investment Group. Ridgeline has a track record of transacting more than 53 million in assets throughout Texas. Ridgeline's currently looking to acquire 100 to 200 unit class B multifamily communities between five and 20 million in San Antonio, Temple, Waco, 
Tyler and other Texas secondary markets. To learn more about Ridgeline Investment Group, visit www.ridgelineig.com. So without further ado, let me jump into the very first segment, which is going to be your investment goals. Okay. So um, the thing with you figuring out where you are now currently, obviously it feeds into where you're going. So if you have a limited amount of capital and yet you want to get into some of these multifamily deals, then you've got to really figure out how you can either add value to that transaction or if you can get into a lower investment minimum, right? We'll get into the to the minimums and that sort of thing when we actually talk about fund structures. But the main thing when you go through and you find your goals, right? You may say, look, if I have only $25,000 to invest, where can I put it that will accomplish my goals? Like that's 25,000 that I don't need back. I don't need any income on. Then you can look at certain types of investments and funds that don't have cash flow, right? And so that'll open you up to certain operators and certain types of deals that you can do. And so knowing that with your $25,000 is very important to know. However, if you are looking to replace some active income that you're earning by putting that $25,000 to work and getting a little coupon, you're getting your payment. Yeah, I'm getting some cash flow every single month. Then you need to buy an income producing property, right? I mean, there's a number of assets. The goal is to bring on operators in different asset classes so you can get exposed to that and actually see what it is, the opportunities that are out there. But focusing on the multifamily asset class, right? You're looking for cash flows that are coming in on a consistent basis. There are some great assets right now that you can acquire that are, you know, A class properties that are fully stabilized and just spitting out some money, right? And those are the some of the least risky types of investments that you can put in, lower return on those on cash on cash basis, but they're available and they're out there, right? I don't know if $25,000 minimum investment gets you into that deal. Probably not because you're talking about some cases, $100 million assets that you're acquiring. And if they had a $25,000 minimum, they have way too many investors on that deal to manage and to deal with. So again, lots of different nuances to that conversation. But the whole idea is once you know your goals, you can look for operators and funds that align with your goals. That is the main idea and the main point that I'm trying to make. So just as an example, there are, if you're looking for short-term investments return, you can invest in maybe like a hard money lender, right? There are funds that hard money lenders have that they go out and they lend that money out. Those are short-term loans, boom, 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 you're in and out. It's a lot of transactional work for the operator. It's short-term hits and you know those funds are in and out. Just depends on the terms of the fund, if you can withdraw your capital or not. So you may put money in that fund. It's giving you some quick hits, some quick returns. And so that's one type of fund. You know, there's land development funds where you go out and you're investing in a deal and the whole idea is to develop an entire neighborhood or something to that effect. And so you invest until that the lots are sold off or something happens at the end of the deal, which could be, you know, one to five years, depending on how it's structured. That's when you get your return. And it could be a big hit, right? You could hit a home run or not, but there's no cash flow in that. So again, just know where your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish so that you can align with operators who are executing business plans and strategies that fit with your needs. So it's good to know that all investment comes with some kind of risk, right? Everyone in this current market has seen that. If you've had money in the stock market, 
and you kept it there through the massive boom that we've had, you've just experienced massive loss, right? So that investment had risk. Investment in the into a real estate fund is no different. There is risk that's associated with it. So obviously you want to make sure that it aligns with your goals and that you do the, the basic vetting that you would do that we've discussed in the first like four or five episodes that we did. So definitely go back and listen to those. Those are questions that you can ask operators in the space especially multifamily space before you make any type of investment and get very comfortable prior to making an investment because again, your goal is to one, preserve capital. That should be number one priority with any fund that you get into. Preserve the capital that you've invested. Do first steps, there's due diligence on greater in the team and that sort of thing. So hopefully this is helpful. Again, just align your goals with the operator that you are working with. Make sure that they have your best interest in mind, that you guys are working to the same goal. Putting your money into a land development deal with no cash flow in the near future, and yet you are expecting cash flow is an easy mistake to avoid if you know this going into it. Surprisingly, most of the agents we speak with got into real estate hoping to gain passive income and become work optional. However, only one in five ever start investing. Most are simply too afraid to start. Once you get educated by listening to this show, you'll be able to overcome that fear and become the one in five who are finding financial freedom. Don't miss a single episode. If you want to stay up to date, the best way is to make sure you're subscribed. So if you haven't done that, go ahead and do it now. And we'll catch you on the next episode.